Philippians Philippians chapter 2 Philippians chapter 2 we begin reading at verse 6 <clears throat> and these are the words that you find there We begin at verse 5, I'm sorry. These are the words you find. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and he was made in the likeness of men <clears throat> and being found and fashioned as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name uh, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father Amen. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I want, just for a few minutes, <clears throat> to talk from this subject, a mind like his. A mind like his. That's what we all ought to be striving. Ought to be striving to have a mind like his. The book of Philippians is a letter written by the Apostle Paul from a Roman jailhouse. He's writing this letter to the church at Philippi. Philippi had the distinction of being the first church established in Europe. All right. 
the word of God. Jesus now has resurrected, gone on back to glory. He's sitting by the right hand of his father. The word is beginning to spread all over the place. The Ethiopian eunuch, he's heard it. He's carried it to Africa. It's been spread all around Jerusalem, but it finally makes it to Europe. <laughs> Somebody write it down. It'll get you later. In spite of the fact that Paul is in jail, the dominant theme of his letter is joy. Listen at him, listen at him. From jail, writing, rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. Paul's, Paul shows us that a child of God does not lose their joy because their situation ain't the best. Somebody ought to say amen. And also that you can encourage others even when you are not in the best of circumstances yourself. All, right, all, right. all of it starts with being born again. And let me remind you, let me remind you that Paul has been converted on the Damascus Road and he had been transformed by the renewing of his mind. And when your mind has been renewed, your thinking changes. Let me say it once more for effect. When your mind has been renewed, your thinking changes. I wonder if I got a witness in the house that you don't worry about stuff you used to worry about. Are you here? Stuff that used to keep you up at night, now you lay down and go to bed. Are y'all hearing me? Knowing that there is a God who is watching all the time. No sense in everybody staying up. <laughs> y'all ain't hear that? We serve a God who never slumbers. He never sleeps. It makes no sense for me to stay up worrying. If he's going to be up anyhow. Y'all hearing me? Paul knew the value and the necessity of a renewed mind in dealing with life situations. Paul also knew the necessity of a renewed mind in keeping unity in the church. Are y'all hearing this? And especially this church of Philippi, this new church. He says the only way a new church is going to make it is there must be a unity of mind, a renewed mind in the church. You see, Paul was the founder of that church at Philippi. And because he was the founder of that church, he knew who was in that church. Are y'all hearing me? Paul knew that this church reflects the diversity of a cosmopolitan city. Are y'all hearing me? And there are all kinds of folk in the city. So if there are all kinds of folk in the city. All right, I hear you. Y'all ain't hearing this. If there are all kinds of folk in the city, and the church is made up of the folk in the city, that means then that there are all kinds of folk in the church. Acts 16, you read it sometimes. It gives an idea of how diverse this community was and gives you an idea of what this church might have looked like. This church started out on the on a riverbank. 
I always called it the Riverside Baptist Church. It started out on a riverbank, and the Bible says that there were just some women that would meet Paul and Silas out there. Just a few women that would come out and have service with him. That's Acts 16, 13. Then in that same church, now so that those in, they, those people in the church, those women are in the church. In that same church, there is a special woman. The Bible says she was a Jewish businesswoman who found Jesus. And she talked to Paul and she wanted to be a part of this church. So there she is in this church. She and her family, they were a part of this church at Philippi. You remember a slave girl that was running around behind them yelling out and Paul spoke and all at once she couldn't tell fortunes anymore. The Bible doesn't tell, but I believe that once she was touched, I believe she was a part of that church. Are y'all seeing the diversity in the church? Remember the night when Paul and Silas prayed, the jail doors flew wide open and they would not leave. You remember the jailer said, what do I have to do to be a part of that church? I want to be, are y'all here? And the Bible says that not only was he saved, but his whole family, y'all ain't hearing me, was in that church. I'm just trying to show you that there were all kinds of folk. All kinds of folk that in that one church. There was a diversity of membership. Can you imagine the potential for craziness (laughs) that could break out when you got that kind of, that many different kinds of folk? Can you imagine the potential for how crazy things can get? You see, the church, by its very nature, is set up for craziness to break out. Yes, yes. Say amen. Amen. Just by its nature, it is set up for craziness to break out. Other groups, other organizations, they can set up a standard and say, if you want to be a part of this group, you got to meet this standard. You, you got to meet this criteria. Sororities and fraternities, fraternities, they, 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 those clubs, they set a standard. And they say, if you want to be in here, you, you got to meet this standard. And if you don't meet the standard, they will blackball you. Y'all hear me? You you gotta be a you gotta be a, meet a certain standard to be in any of those or but the church. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. The church says whosoever will. Yeah. Yes. Y'all ain't hearing me. Whosoever will, let them come. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Yes. Y'all ain't hearing this. Folk can come down this aisle and they can tell you I got a problem. And you still got to take them right on. Y'all ain't hear me. Folk come down the aisle and you know by the way they're walking that something ain't quite right. (laughs) But you know what? Whosoever. We've got to take them. Folk can come down the aisle and tell you I murdered 10 people and served my time. But guess what? Amen. You got to take them into the body of Christ. 
the church, see, uh, uh, the church is the only place that says you come on as you are. And with God's help, we're going to work together to get you to the standard. Everybody else said this is the standard. And if you want to get in here, you got to meet the standard. Church says, come on like you are. And we're going to work with you and get you up to where the... Y'all ain't hearing this. So the truth is, although we are all here, none of us are what we ought to be yet. Can I say it again? Although we're all sitting up in here, and I don't want to disappoint you, I know you thought somebody had it all together. All right. But the truth of the matter is, ain't none of us got it all together just yet. We're all just working on it. We're all works in progress. Now, there's no mention that they were having any problem, any certain problem in the church. But Paul saw the potential. You got this many folk, this many different folk. Paul saw the potential that something could break out at any minute. In spite of all of their differences and their different backgrounds, their great, the great diversity, Paul is encouraging all these folk to walk in agreement. Come from different backgrounds, different places, been through different experiences. But Paul says, I need all of us to walk in agreement. I need us to love each other and work together with one mind and one purpose. So I've seen in my lifetime, and you've seen it too, seen churches split over selfishness. You've seen churches that fall apart because folk who felt like they just had to have their way. But can you imagine the power of a church Walking together in one purpose and in one spirit. And in order for that to happen, everybody has to have one mind. Paul here in this text is inviting all of these different folk to share one mind. Says you, you and you got it, my Paul. You got really got it, my Paul, because Paul, Paul starting this church. This is, he's the founder of this church. He, he's the founding uh, uh, pastor of this church. He could have said, it's going to be my way or the highway. <laughs> but he didn't do that. Paul realizes that he had some issues himself. All right, all right. He, he realizes that y'all don't need to be like me. <laughs> He realized I still got a few issues. When, when I want to do good, <laughs> it's in the Bible. He said, don't, 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 don't try to take on my mind because I ain't quite got it all together yet. Yet when I want to do good, evil is always present. The good I want to do, I don't do it. And the things I don't want to do, I end up doing them anyway. He said, don't follow me. Uh-uh, don't, don't try to be like me. I'm messed up myself. He invites them. He said, here's the way we're going to find unity. He invites them to share the same mind. And that mind is not his mind. It's the mind of Christ. Mm -hmm. Look at him saying, let 
this mind be in you. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. In other words, in other words, here, this ought to be your attitude. Let this, let this be your attitude. Get it now. You are the one who chooses. And he said, see, when he says let, that means you in charge. Y'all hear me? Anytime you hear the word let, that means nothing can happen unless you fail to prevent it or unless you allow it. That's a powerful word, isn't it? Whenever somebody says let, that means that can't nothing happen unless you let it happen, unless you allow it to happen, or you fail to prevent it. He says, let this mind be in you. In other words, let this be your attitude. You're the one who chooses what your attitude. Take responsibility. You're the one who chooses what your attitude is going to be. You may not always be in control of situations and you may not always be in control of circumstances that come your way, but you got every bit of say-so as to how you let it affect you. I just said something right there. You have every bit of say-so as to how you let it affect you. Your outlook determines your outcome. If your outlook is messed up, guess what? Your outcome is going to be messed up. All right. Nobody, write this down, nobody can make you have a bad attitude. All right. If you got a bad attitude, you choose to have a bad attitude. But Paul says... If the church is to operate in harmony and be strong and vibrant force in the world, the people in it must be of one mind. And that one mind must be the mind of Christ. So what then is that mind? What is that attitude? What is the mind of Christ? Well, let's stay right with the book. From the text we learn that the mind of Christ is a selfless mind. It's not selfish, you see. Selfless mind. Christ was not selfish. He had a mind that was not self-centered. You, you know, the mindset that says everybody, you know, that, you know, that, that, that's a ch that, that destroys churches, that mindset that says, me, 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 yeah, I want what I want, and I want it the way I want it, and it's got to be my way or no way. But the Bible says that although he was in the form of God and equal with God, can you imagine? He was in the form of God, and he was equal with God. Can you imagine what kind of fool some folk would be if they were equal with God? We're foolish enough. <laughs> Y'all hear me. Can you imagine what kind of fool some folk would be if they were equal with God? But in spite of all of that, in spite of all that he had going, he was equal with God, all he had going, the text says he made himself of no reputation. He 
did it himself. He was equal with God, but he made himself of no reputation. Get it now. He didn't lose his reputation. He gave up his reputation. In spite of all he had going for him, he had me on his mind. <laughs> In spite of all he had going for him, he gave up his privileges. He gave up his privilege. Get, get it right. He gave up his privileges. He didn't give up his position. But he gave up his privileges to come down on this earth to redeem mankind. How much better would the church and the world be if we had that kind of mind? All right, all right, sir. A mind that was thinking of other folk rather than thinking for themselves. A mind that wasn't always looking out for number one. All right. Wow. But not only did Jesus have a selfless mind, read it, it's right there in the text, he had a serving mind. Yes, yes. The text says that he took on the form of a servant. Yes. Are y'all hearing this? Serve the Lord with Gladness. Yes, we, yes. We, 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 we sing it. Mm. We, we sing it. We wow. say it. Wow. But, but do we really serve yes. with gladness? Yes. Jesus could have come to this earth in any form he wanted to, but he chose to come as a servant. Lord, have mercy. Let me just say it another way, the way that some translation said. He came... He, he chose to come to this earth as a slave. Don't miss it now. Don't miss it now. He's still God. But he comes to dwell among us as a servant. Jesus was not pretending to be a servant. He wasn't an actor playing the role of a servant. He was actually a servant to all mankind. This was true expression of his innermost nature. He was, he was the God-man. Deity and humanity. Divine and human. Deity and dirt. Are y'all hearing this? And he comes to this world as a servant. Isn't it amazing that people fight over positions? But not many people are fighting to serve. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Everybody wants to be great, but nobody wants to serve. But Jesus says, if any would be great among you, let him be servant of all. But not only did Jesus have a selfless mind, not only did Jesus have a serving mind, Jesus had a sacrificial mind. Uh-huh. There are a whole lot of folk who don't mind serving as long as it doesn't cost them anything. Y'all right, right. <laughs> ain't hearing this. But then if there's a price to be paid, then all at once they lose their interest in serving. But let me tell you something. Ministry that costs nothing 
accomplishes nothing. Write that down. Ministry that costs nothing accomplishes nothing. But in spite of the great cost of my salvation, Jesus paid it all. Somebody ought to shout. Anybody want to shout? That's a good place right there. In spite of the great cost that it took to save my soul, Jesus came willing. And he paid it all. You see, salvation is free, but it ain't cheap. I had a sin debt. I'm almost through. I had a sin debt was, that was bigger than I could pay. But Jesus, you know the song, paid it all. All to him I owe. The Bible says that he was obedient even unto death. But not just death, but the worst kind of death. He was obedient to death on the cross. Are y'all hearing me? Look at here. Jesus, the Son of God, equal with God, laying in a tomb. He willing to go to a cross, lay in a tomb, a perfect being. Yes. Laying in a tomb. Death and the grave just got confused. Death said, I, I got him grave. Can you hold him grave? Said, I'm not prepared. I, I'm not designed to hold perfect folk. All right. That's not my order. I don't hold perfect folk. And because the grave can hold him, the Bible says that early Sunday morning. Amen. He got it up with all power. But because of his selflessness, because of his service, because of his sacrifice, verse 19 says that God has exalted him. Are you hearing me? You ain't got to try to make a name for yourself. You hear me? You ain't got to try to exalt yourself. The Bible says God has exalted him. Uh, y'all, you ain't ever been exalted until God exalts you. God has given him a name. God has given him a name that is above every name. Are y'all hearing me? This is God did this. God did that at the name of Jesus. Y'all ain't hearing me. At the name of Jesus. Every knee. Y'all ain't hearing me. At the name of Jesus, every knee. Y'all ain't hearing me. I say at the name of Jesus. Every knee. Biden's knee. Y'all ain't hearing me. Obama's knee. Trump's knee. Every knee will bow. And every tongue shall confess that he is Lord he is Lord to the glory of God I can't speak for anybody else but I love the name Jesus are y'all hearing me Jesus Jesus there is something about that name Jesus Jesus, uh, like a fragrance after the rain. Jesus.
Jesus, Jesus, let heaven and earth proclaim kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there is something about that name. Y'all ain't hearing me. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing his words. Sound like music in my head. The sweetest name on earth. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first, he first loved me. Took on the form of a servant. Came and showed love for me. So much love that he died in my place. But we celebrate the fact that the grave could not hold him down. And the reason why we celebrate is because if the grave couldn't hold him down, it won't hold me down. Y'all ain't hearing me. He conquered sin. And he conquered death. And my job is just to find folk and, make, and help them to believe what he's already done. Y'all ain't hearing this. That's why I'm up here. I'm here to help you to the point of believing yes. what he has already Amen. done. Thank you, all God. I, I was talking to a fellow the other day and he says, uh, so you saying all of that to me, but what if I don't believe it? I say, you know what? I lose points if I don't tell you, but I don't lose any points if you don't believe well, it. Well, yes. <laughs> Y'all ain't hear me. If, if, if I, I, I lose points if I don't tell you. I lose nothing if you don't believe. Because once I tell you, the Holy Ghost will kick in. It becomes his job and his place. And so today, I come again. I've shared the story. I'm telling you what the Bible says. If you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shall be saved. That's the truth. That's the truth. You've been shared. I share the truth with you. I don't lose any points if you don't believe it. But if you're here today, you have an opportunity to turn your life around just by saying, I believe it. I believe on him. I accept him as Lord and Savior of my life. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're here, if you're here unsaved, we invite you to come right now. If you're already saved and don't have a church covering, we invite you to be moving. Somebody ought to be moving now. The door is open.
you will be saved. There are those who have come. Believe in that. So you ought to give God praise. Brother Haynes, we have Sinai Clark coming for baptism. Amen. Thank God for Sinai. Amen. Thank God. Also, we have Is Ishop Isaraway coming for baptism. Amen. Thank God. We have one for prayer. Some assimilation here. Thank God, Pastor Haynes is coming. Pastor Brooks. Assimilation intake. God bless you. God, give God thanks for these two young people who have come to give their life to our God. prayers is that children my prayer is that children I'm praying now for children and I, I, I want children because there's so many influences and I know in the old church I hope we've gotten over it but that was a thing that we used to say well you know they too young they they don't know what they're doing if they can get on TikTok if they can get on Facebook if they can if they can get on that and put all kinds of stuff. They, they can be saved. And so we thank God. We thank God for y'all. God bless you. Amen. 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 There's a storm out. You stay right there. On the ocean. And it's moving this way. Oh, if your soul's not hanging in tears, you're surely. step outside that door there. I think that might be somebody that needs to talk with you. Amen. Amen. Come Amen. If you have a need for prayer, we're going to pray with our sister. Come on, come on. If you have a need for prayer.
Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we, we thank you right now, God. We thank you, Lord God, for your presence, Father. And thanking you for your presence is significant because you are omnipresent. So when we thank you for your presence, God, we're not thanking you because you're in the sanctuary right now. We're thanking you, Lord God, because you were in the room when we woke up this morning. You were in the room when we slept and slumbered last night. You were in the car when we came to church this morning. You were at the quick trip when we stopped for coffee this morning. Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, because of your omnipresence. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, because... You are present in that sick room right now, God. You are present, God, when that person lost their loved one, Father God, and they're crying tears, Lord God, of bereavement. You are in the room, Lord God, because of your omnipresence, Father. Lord God, you're present in the heart of those that you have been calling, Lord God. There's a piece of you in all of us, Father God. You're created, Lord God. You dwell in each of us, Father. And that seed of God, Lord God, is on the inside and somebody feels it and somebody is being called to that seed. Somebody is being called back home, called back into your presence, called back into fellowship, God. But life is holding them where they are. Stuff is holding them where they are. And Father God, we pray, Lord God, that they would just say yes to you, Lord, right now and today, Father God. That they understand that tomorrow is not promised. But Lord God, you and your omnipresence are there to receive them. If they would just believe in the Lord Jesus right now. And just cry out saying, Lord, I believe that you died for my sins. But you got up with all power in your hand. God, I just thank you, Lord God. For Lord God, you're coming into our hearts, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for you doing the change in our mindset, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for working things out on our behalf. And you thank you, Lord God, when we were on the mountaintops and when we we're in our valleys, Father God. In your omnipresence, Lord God, you're in all of those spaces and places with us, God. So, Lord God, no matter what it is that we brought to the altar today, Father, Lord God, let us acknowledge your presence, Father. Because when we acknowledge your presence, Lord God, if you are there, that means your power is there. And it's not an if, Lord God, it is an is. Lord, you are there, Father God, so your presence is there, Father God. Your power is there, Lord God. Your persistence is there, Lord. Your provision is there, Father. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord God, because there's some of us is worried about tomorrow. There's some of us is worried about next week, God. And Lord God, because of your omnipresence, God, you are there already. And so, Father, when we show up to the party, Lord God, late, maybe even weary, Father God, you're already there, Lord God. Your provision has already been established, Father. Your yes, Lord God, we just need to get an agreement with it. So, Lord God, help us give you a praise, Lord God, because of your yes, Father God. You're already there. You're already in the midst of it, Father. We, we thank you, Lord God, for touching us from the crowns of our heads to the soles of our feet, Father God. Every faith that dwells on the inside, Father. And 
and then we say, oh God, search us and know our thoughts. Ah, search us and know our thoughts, Lord God. Oh Lord God, search us and when you find the wicked way, not if, but when you find the wicked way, dwelling on the inside of us, Father God, take it away from us, oh God. Separate us from that thing that's not like you, Father. That thing that hinders our praise, Lord God. That things that tries to make us stay in the midst of Satan, Father God. That thing that tries to tell us that we can't when you have said that we can, God. Lord, we're just saying, Lord God, search us, oh God. And separate us from everything that's not like you, Lord God. Your word says be anxious for nothing but carry everything to the Lord in prayer. Help us with the everything, God. Because there are some things, Lord God, that has been a part of us for so long, Lord God, we just don't know how to let it go. Lord God, I pray that you would help us to just let it go. Loose that thing, Lord God. Loose it into your hands, Father God. Hand it off into your praise, Lord God. Hand it off to the means of worship, Father God. Hand it off into your glory, Father God. Hand it off, Lord God, into your fantastic, Lord God. Everything that you are, Father, may we hand it off to you, Lord God. And leave it there. Yeah, yeah. And leave it there. Yeah, yeah. So everything that we brought to the altar, let us walk away and go back to our hand, our seats, Lord God, with hands and hearts filled with praise, Lord God, glorifying your name, Lord God, because we're leaving it here at the altar. Oh God, we just thank you for all that you do. Pray, Lord God, that you would just continue to touch, continue to bless, continue to heal, continue to deliver, continue to set free, oh God, and any and everything. Let's escape this finite vessel, Father God. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that everything that I forgot, Lord God, you shall remember. And we just thank you, Lord God. And we ask you that you would do it, oh God, in Jesus' mighty and matchless name. Amen, amen. for what he has done. Oh, to yeah. God be the glory. Oh, I just yeah. wanted to come and say thank you, Lord, for what you have done in the life of my daughter for 44 years. And to thank you, Salem, for your support, your kindness, every call, every card, whatever you did. I just wanted to say thank you for being there for me. Thank you, Lord, for a church family that I couldn't live without. Amen, and he amen. knew to place me here at Salem. Amen, so amen. I thank you. Thank each and every one of you. And if I haven't gotten back to you, I will. To God be the glory yes, for amen. what he has done. Amen. Amen. She just funeralized her daughter here on yesterday. But isn't God good? Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen, amen. We have a standing thing here at Salem. 
Used to be a lot of them, but we don't have as many we used to have. But if you once you pass 80 years old, if you got something to say, you, right. we we gonna let you say it. <laughs> if you 80 years old or more, and you got something to say, we gonna and, and everybody gonna sit here and listen to it. <laughs> Ushers don't let nobody out. Amen. Mother Mother Reeves. Amen. Give an honor to the pastor. Oh, bless you. Congregation, the congregation, and above all to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yes. I want to tell this little story because I'm thinking it may help somebody who's wavering in their faith, especially the young children. All right. Uh, during my teen years, I was molested by my father all of my teen years. But he, he brought me out of it and gave me a fairly decent life after that. And I thank him. So you keep your faith no matter what you're going through. Yes. Right. Keep your faith. Right. Keep in Jesus Christ. Because he will take you through anything and help you to survive. Thank God and thank you to the pastor. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Y'all better listen. Keep your faith. Y'all better, yes. better listen. Young people, yeah. listen. When, when elders speak, they're, they're not just talking. They're, they're talking for us to hear what it is they say. And we just thank God. Thank you so much, Mother. God bless your heart. Amen. 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 And let this Amen. Amen. Just we are headed home. There is. Um, and I thank God for our pastor. Uh, uh, I don't know if the extra hour of sleep got me off. And I put the uh, plane on autopilot this morning. But yet it is November the 5th, and we do know that. But last week, our pastor celebrated birthday. Amen. And so give God praise for that. And we have one here who is going to give tribute to the pastor t today. Reverend Gregor, amen. Mm. All right, Reverend. Help him up there. Bless you, sir. Long time. Pastor Bless you, sir. Your sons and your daughters. We missed you last week. Probably won't catch you this week. <laughs> We want to honor you today by giving you this token All right. of our appreciation. Bless you, sir. Bless you, sir. We pray that this will continue. <laughs> Mama Haynes, we know you're right around the corner. We got yeah. you next. <laughs> God bless you, preacher. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Pastor Haynes celebrated 73 years young. Amen. 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 So we will. It's now time for us to dismiss from the place, but never from God's presence. God be with you till we meet again.
us from stumbling and able to present us blameless before his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God be glory be majesty be dominion and authority May it be both now henceforth and forevermore, and the people of God say. are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.